How can entrepreneurs stop being dependent on a single source of income by trading and investing in the financial market? My name is Joachim Alsta and I welcome you to Financial Success Secrets. The courage to be disliked and how it affects your wealth and the life, the life that you crave to live. Today, we're going to share some insights on a very important topic that's key to creating the financial breakthroughs that you are looking for. And I invited with me a special guest today to Financial Success Secrets to help me share and bring forth these kind of insights. So, ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome Marcy Labelle. Hi. Hi, Joachim. Oh, thank you so much for having me on. It's uh, great to be here, and I'm really excited to talk about this today. This is going to be a great topic for us to chat on. Thanks. And for those who haven't met you before, could you share a little bit about yourself and how you serve uh, your community? Sure. So I am an empowerment mentor, confidence coach, and inspirational speaker. And I specialize in helping the awkward chicks of the world to be able to take charge of their life and to really not let their insecurities and shadows hold them back, if you will. So that's what I'm about. Amazing. That was straight to the point uh, as well. So if any one of you resonate with what Marcy just uh, said, feel free to hit her up and seek her out. And what brought us together today is because uh, we have uh, one common mentor and he shared that he was reading a book and it's the book, The Courage to Be Disliked. And both of us, we seem to jump right onto the book and read it ourselves. And there were some key concepts in that book that really got my attention that I felt like, okay, this has to be shared because, yeah, I see it as so important. And the first thing from the book uh, that got my attention was that the author talks about if anything's happened in your life, like we all can have our stories or little voices, things that we tell ourselves why things are the way they are. Now, in, in that moment and when we reflect on things, in order to move forward and create the life we want, he talks about the importance of looking for the purpose instead of the cause. And Marcy, what, uh, what's your interpretation of this? And uh, why do you think this is so important, this concept of yeah, creating the breakthroughs that we are looking for? I think it's really important because when we shift from telling ourselves, okay, I'm this way because of you know whatever happened in the past, because of X, Y, and Z, I think that we're able to really take that freedom back because then rather than saying, okay, I am this way because of something that happened, it's therefore not, it's not within my power. Mm -hmm. But when we choose to shift our mindsets and look at, okay, well, instead of a cause and effect relationship, what is the purpose of this thing that happened? Mm -hmm. Therefore, we get to choose the meaning of it. And we get to make that choice. And that helps us to, you know, have our power and to take that back versus putting it externally from ourselves and saying, well, I, I can't do this because of. But when we're able to assign it a meaning, we can choose that. I think it's really important because it puts us in charge of, you know, our own lives and our own stories and what we tell ourselves and how we shape our own identity. Wow, that, that's really powerful. And I totally resonate with that uh, regarding, yeah, 
being very aware of what kind of label we give to that experience and taking back the charge in our life, being able to come from a place where we are empowered because we can actually change this because it's, it, it means something like it's an opportunity to grow or I actually get to decide what this means and that creates that empowerment that we can actually move towards what we really want in any kind of area of life. And I also find it powerful to build upon what you said with, okay, if we can shift the focus from, yeah, not looking at like why this is happening, because that framing of why is this happening to me? Or yeah, why do I have to go through this? We can really get stuck there and dig really deep on and yeah, and just get stuck on try to find and it just you you find out more and more reasons why this is happen, happening to you, why you are stuck. It's like this uh, never-ending thing and you want, you focus on all that negative thing and then we'll, that will build upon that belief that, yes, like this was my destiny or yeah, I can never get out of here. But rather, I think what, what, is what you're saying taking kind of responsibility of the situation to or for yourself and step up? Yes, absolutely. When we're not taking responsibilities for ourselves, we're placing that blame elsewhere. When we make the conscious choice to be responsible, and that can be a little bit uncomfortable or painful at times because it forces us to have to look in the mirror at, you know, are we denying that responsibility? But when we take that back, then we can go ahead and, and continue to, to choose and choose those meanings and to bring that forth within our life. Uh, I think it's really easy to deny our responsibilities because it's it's easier that way. We don't have to face ourselves. We don't have to get uncomfortable. We can just say it's not our problem. Mm-hmm. It's outside of me. Mm-hmm. And then it's, you know, hands off. It's the it's not my fault. But then that leaves us powerless. So really the especially with the talking about courage, really being able to have the courage to be responsible for yourself and to be you know looking at the areas of your life and to look at okay what is the story that i'm telling myself and what what is that causing in my life because of the story not because of what happened but because of the meaning that i gave it mm. and then choosing again wow yeah yeah looking at ourselves in the mirror and being very aware of what meaning do i give to it and you're touching upon something else that I also find really interesting with being responsible, looking yourself in the mirror and yeah, stepping up, taking charge, taking responsibility. And that is when we take responsibility, that means we have to replace all these excuses, replace that story, replace that little voice with actually something more empowering. And as you said, yeah, you're, you're leaving the old stuff behind and you have to step up because by being responsible, you can't keep yourself back. It means you have to step up and yeah. that requires courage, as you said. Yeah, I think that we come up with excuses to justify and minimize our fears mm. because then we don't have to have to deal with those. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yes, and also with... Uh, this thing you said with um, if, if we uh, keep focusing on external things that we can't control, it will it will seem very hard. But 
as you said, like labeling the experiences in a way that allows us to grow and taking responsibility, focusing on actually what we can control. That's yeah, how we absolutely. What, what that's what we how we perceive what happens, and um, that's so cool. And it brings me to the next point that I found really interesting in this book with that the people with how how the how did the author frame it? Was it the people with the biggest problems are the most powerful yeah the the people that essentially use their weakness Mm. are the most powerful because they use their weakness to have that power Mm. i think the example that was used in the book was actually a a baby Mm. and how a baby is the most powerful person in the world because all it needs to do is is cry and you know, it can't help itself. It can't get out of the uh, the inferiority, if you will, the term that was used in the book, because th- that's what it is. But everyone around it will come rushing to help because the weakness is there. They acknowledge that. And therefore, you know, a baby is is legitimately helpless. But as we grow into adults, the same concept can apply. Whereas if we, you know, put on the poor me, I'm helpless, I can't, I can't do this, the life's not fair, things don't work this way, then everyone around us will treat us differently. They'll treat us, okay, you know, well, we don't want to, we don't want to step on this person's toes, you know, okay, we'll treat them more delicately, we'll treat them more gently, well, you know, they can use that to feel special inside. Mm. And to be able to use that to manipulate other people in a sense because they have that that weakness and they don't have to take responsibility for themselves for their feelings and they can use that to in a almost selfish way to just meet their own needs their their needs for significance and to you know really avoid their responsibilities of having to you know, to change because change is scary yeah and I think you summarized it very well there with the, some key elements there. Finding comfort in that pain or in that weakness, because I'm used to that. This is, it's always been this way. I know what I get. I don't have to change. So if I can find significance that I get to be some kind of important to people because I have some pro- problems I can talk about and people will, people will, yes, yeah, see me like, yeah, I understand you have a hard time. And maybe I also say like, it's not your fault, etc. So you create uh, and you build upon that story and that this is not your fault. And also that it can't change because this is the way it is. So you connect with people through that meaning. And as you said, I hope not it's conscious for people, but at least unconsciously it can happen that that makes people feel significant because you have an arena to connect with people on when you got these kind of problems. And that's opposite from actually taking responsibility because when you take responsibility, if you want to achieve the success you want, you can't have these kind of excuses because it's, it's actually what's holding, holding you back. So uh, yeah, life, uh, life is definitely not fair, but we have to step up. But I think you summarized that very well, uh, Marcy. That's awesome. Thank you. Just thinking here, were there any other insights from the book that uh, really got your attention that could be valuable for people to know in terms of how can we create a life that we crave for living and that we know that we desire and deep inside know that we deserve? 
Yeah, so one of the things that really stood out to me was it talks about and comes from a place of um, feelings of inferiority and that that's a really natural occurrence, a natural phenomenon. But it's when we assign those feelings of inferiority that we, we have inside, when we assign it a meaning mm. that isn't helpful to us when we assign it a meaning. So for example, if I see someone that's run, running a marathon and I start to get those feelings of inferiority, like, oh, okay, I, I don't think I can run a marathon. I can either choose to say, okay, these feelings I have inside right now, they mean that I'm not good enough, that I'm never going to be able to run a marathon, that I'm not worthy. Why even bother to try? Mm. Because me learning how to run a marathon might be really scary, might require a lot of change. So I can just say, no, you know what? I'm just, I'm never going to be a runner. I'm never going to be worthy. I can't do that. And then I, I give my power away to, to that meaning. So I can't do it because of this. Mm. And there's my excuse. Instead of thinking about it where, okay, I'm noticing these feelings, right? I don't, I don't feel like I can run a marathon, but what, what would it take for me to learn how to do that? What would I need to change? What would I need to do? How would I need to grow? And then moving forward towards, um, the book refers to it as towards superiority, which I'll, I'll touch on that a little bit more in a minute, but moving towards, you know, improving ourselves and using using the feelings rather than getting hung up on them using them as a catalyst for change and growth and then the other big thing that i think is a huge misconception about superiority as the book refers to when we think of that we think of being better than someone else and comparing ourselves to others but what the book shows is that that's also an exaggerated you know amount of inferiority trying to be better than someone because you're not comfortable and secure in yourself mm -hmm. and rather than doing that if you're competing against yourself to become the best version of you to become the best you in your life whatever that life is for you and your your dreams basically that's what you want to be striving and achieving for not comparing yourself to someone else because no one on this planet is the exact same. Like we're all different. We all have different backgrounds, different, you know, life experiences, different skill sets, different talents. So when we can essentially not look at everyone else as the competition, when we can stay in our own lane and go, what's good for me? What's my purpose? What, how can I be the best version of me to show up in the world and to give and to serve and to, you know, do the things that light me up? that's really i think where it it comes together and to see the people around us each as being on their own journey and that we can support them and really encourage them on their own journey and be comrades when we're not looking at each other as well i'm competing with you and you're competing with me so now we're enemies and we need to like you know sort of duke it out so to speak instead we're each on our own journey we can use our comrades from that perspective to sort of compete within a friendly way of like, I bet you can do better than what you did before the, you know, the day before. And yeah, you can do better than what you did the day before. All right, let's, let's keep growing together. I think that's a much healthier way to be able to look at things rather than coming from that place of inferiority and fear and just being stuck 
in those feelings and being stuck and not and not growing. You know, if you're not growing, you're dying. <laughs> Tony yeah. Robbins says that. And so, yeah, you know, growth is is really able to shift the, you know, the feelings that we have inside to be able to assign them a different meaning and to use it as a, a force for change and a force for good in our life. Marcia, you summarized uh, part of the book uh, so well, and you actually added some insights and connected some dots for me that I hadn't been able to connect yet. So it's so cool. I would just like to wrap up some <laughs> key concepts of what you said. Uh, and before we end this talk, I'll let you make a final comment if you'd like to. And some of the things you said, which I find so important, and you started off with talking about comparing as yeah, some of the things here and comparing ourselves with others. And they can happen in the area of like wealth and economy as well. Like, ah, she, she gets to spend all this time with the family all the time and she's so happy. I can't have that because I got two jobs or she gets to drive that kind of car or she gets to have these dresses, these clothing, whatever that is. I can't have that because of something. But as you said, if in one place, if we could maybe get inspired about see what's yeah. possible, learning from them and also see there's an opportunity to grow because we, maybe we can learn something from them. And if you have other friends in with you that you can actually go together as well on this journey of creating the life you want. Because if you want to go fast, you can go alone because you don't have to rely on someone else and make decisions with people. But if you want to go far, you go together because that's going to help you have a foundation where yeah, everyone supports it. Support Sorry, that's my cat in the background. She says hi. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I thought I was hearing something. But, um, but yeah, going together so we can have this foundation. And as you said on that journey, using more empowering questions and being very aware of yeah. what labels to be given to the experiences that we have. So thank you very much for giving some beautiful insights from uh, this book that can help us creating the financial breakthroughs we're looking for. I hope you also see that this can be used in any area of life, but it's so important yeah, to create a life, creating the breakthroughs you've been looking for. Marcy, any final comments from you before we wrap this up today? Sure. I think that we can apply these principles in the way of you know, really looking at what stories are we telling ourselves about finances? What are we telling ourselves about money? And really, you know, digging deep into those and instead of, you know, formulating that, oh, well, here's the why. And, you know, I can't have a great you know, job because of this or I can't create wealth um, and invest because of this to really look at those, you know, beliefs and say, OK, well, rather than because this thing happened and why doing the cause and effect saying what's a new empowering meaning that I could give to this that would allow me to have a new path towards financial freedom, towards my financial goals, and to really, to really open up those new possibilities. Fantastic. And um, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> I say for those who want to maybe keep uh, staying inspired by you, where can uh, people find you? Sure. You can reach out to me on I've got Facebook, Instagram. Uh, at Instagram, I am uh, at Marcy LaBelle Official. And yeah, those are probably the best ways to keep in touch with me. Okay, awesome. Thank you very much, uh, Marcy, for coming on uh, today. 
and uh, I really appreciate it because, uh, yeah, you got uh, to connect uh, some dots for me. That's awesome. And there were some really important insights that I know will have a profound effect if people take action and you apply the stuff that we shared. So, Marcy, enjoy the rest of your day. I will talk soon. Sounds good. Thanks so much for having me on. Take care, everyone. Bye. If you want to get rid of any uncertainty and doubt on how to make profitable investments, go to bit.ly forward slash fss hyphen start. That is bit.ly forward slash fss hyphen start. The other option is if you found this show interesting, I deeply appreciate any support you can give. You can go to bit.ly forward slash fss hyphen support. That is bit.ly forward slash fss hyphen support in order to support my journey to bring this message to even more people. Thanks. Disclaimer, trading and investing are high risk activities. I never give advice. I only share my experience and what is working for me. Do your own research before taking any action and invest and trade only with money you can afford to lose.